It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by Price Picks. Price Picks is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week, you might be already in it, it might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What is going on, guys? It is your boys, Deontay Daniels and Ed Oliver, back at you guys with another Locked On Wizards podcast episode. Today, we have, if we can get to it, a mailbag question or two. But first, Bradley Bill injury news, some Spencer Dinwiddie news. I mean, it's a lot going on, guys. Ed, let's get right into it. <laughs> You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, guys? It is your boys, Deolante Dales and Ed Oliver, back at you with another Locked On Wizards podcast episode. I'm going to thank you all for making Locked On Wizards your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Well, Ed, when there's smoke, there's fire. The game after the Grizzlies, Spencer Dimity spoke about trying to speak up and, you know, kind of be a leader. He said it wasn't necessarily welcomed. Maybe he knew something. I mean, because today, Kevin O'Connor, he said that the Wizards want to move Dimity because he looks like a shell of his former self. and His teammates don't want him there. I'm just like, didn't Bradley Bill like vouch for this guy? Oh, it's crazy, man. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, Bradley Bill, the GM, and Tommy mm-hmm. Shepard. Um, that's that's what they talked about. That's what they wanted. They wanted Spencer Dinwiddie. But it's 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 kind of it's funny and not funny at the same time. And I've never seen a headline say that um, they want to move a player because he looks like a shell of himself. But he does. He does look like a shell of himself when he plays with Bradley Bill. Now Bradley Bill is injured. He uh, injured his wrist when John Moran did the windmill dunk and he tried to take a charge. Um, so I'm, I'm intrigued to see how Spencer Dinwiddie does without Bradley Bill for the next two games. He probably will score 20 points, which would be good because if you want to showcase guys, now uh, Spencer Dinwiddie might be able to showcase himself and, and get him out of there because it looks like Spencer, do- <clears throat> Spencer doesn't want to be there. And apparently what Kevin O'Connor said, um, his teammates don't want him there either. 
Um, so it, it just, you can tell on the court, you can tell off the court yeah. press conferences. This is not a surprise to any of us. Um, this is something that we've been saying for the past couple uh, games. We're on a five-game losing streak, and the locker room does look lost. And um, Spencer said it himself. He said he tried to speak up and be a leader, and nobody wanted to hear it. So he's not happy about that, and other guys don't want to hear from him at all. So, um, yeah, it's time to move on. It's time to let Spencer go. It was um, uh, disappointing signing. Uh, it's not a good fit with Bradley Bill. It's time to move on. I think it would be better for both sides. I did see a report that the Clippers are interested. They're mm-hmm. uh, interested in Spencer Dinwiddie. They're looking for point guards. They're interested in Goran Dragic. They're, look, they're interested in, I want to say, Schroeder and other point guards that are out there. Jalen Brunson. John Wall was on that list, too. Yeah, John Wall's on the list. So I, I would happily, I would happily, I would, you know, drive Spencer to the airport and get him on a plane, get him ready for Los Angeles. I think he would love Los Angeles, too. So I, it would be great for both sides to um, – Get Spencer Dinwiddie to to the Clippers. I don't know who we would get back in return. Maybe a second round pick and a player. Um, I I'd take anything for Spencer Dinwiddie right now. I really would. I think I think he can be. I think he's a good player. I just hate to see him not playing so well because I I do think he's a good player, but it just hasn't worked out here. I think it's, it's definitely time to move on. Yeah, I, I mean. We've been said. I've said before. Like the Wizards look like a bunch of guys who they don't who don't. Even look like they like each other. They fit, they fight each other more than they fight the opposition. I mean, you could clearly see that it was bright as day. And then I don't think Spencer Dinwiddie ever really found his role here. You know, like in press conferences, he said it in the last one. He did. He's just like, I'm just trying to do whatever they ask me to do. Like you should know what you're supposed to do. It doesn't sound like he really even knows what he's trying to do. So he's just like. I'm just trying to do whatever they say I should be doing at this point. I don't, cause I don't really know. And that's fitting for the whole team. Nobody, I feel like nobody really knows what they're trying to do, but I mean, what a failure, failure of a signing. I mean, I thought it was a decent signing when it happened because I thought we were getting the guy, you know, in his like last full season in Brooklyn. That's what I thought that I thought that was the guy we were getting. And we haven't gotten that. And I don't know if it's just because of the fit, but he has looked like a shell of his former self. I mean, there's been a plethora of times where fans have said the guy looks like he's 40 years old out there going in slow motion. So it's not surprising to hear that because it's just when you sign a guy and he's like your main guy, that free agent class, you expect him to play well at all times. It's a big issue when he looks good without your star player and looks bad with your star player. That's 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 not good, man. And the Wizards, they keep talking about rebuilding. And I pulled up a quote, actually, Ed, and posted it on my Twitter, if I could find it really quickly. I found it funny and hilarious because Tommy Shepard, this is way back when, I think when he was the interim um, GM. He said, and I quote, he was like, that was more appealing for the future than just trying to get the eighth seed. He said, preferred cast of the athletic. I don't ever want to say, let's go get the eighth seed spot. That's not the bigger big picture at all. And it seems like all they've been doing recently, these last couple of years, is just trying to get to the eighth spot. Like, I mean, I feel like that train of thought has left out the window. They've tried to build. But you keep getting rid of all these big contracts, John Wall and Russell Westbrook just to sign smaller contracts that don't work. So it's not looking good. Eh? It's looking really bad. 
Yeah, um, and Spencer, he's not shooting the ball well either. You look at the numbers, shoot 38% from the field, 31% from three-point line. He's never been a good three-point shooter anyway, and he's he's not really getting to the free-throw line either, three free throws per game. Um, in 2020, when he was playing well, he got to the he, – he shot seven free throws per game. Um, so it, it's just not working out. It, it is kind of giving Austin Rivers vibes of the 2018 team where there's a lot of dysfunction. And you tweeted earlier when a guy has leave, you know, they're probably going to say – uh, different things to the media about the locker room, which is going to be unfortunate. And um, like you said with Tommy Shepard, he's kind of doing similar things that Ernie Grunfeld did, you know, trying to make the playoffs, um, you know, when we're not really close at all, just trying to, you know, ship away guys, shipping away Kelly Oubre to bring in a Trevor Ariza because you're trying to make the eighth seed or shipping away guys, you know, bringing in Bobby Portis and Jabari Parker. So, you know, we can chase that eighth seed when we know that we're not going to make it when, you know, when you really should start a rebuild and move on, you know, so we're kind of just stuck in that, in that mode again right now, kind of, and I like Tommy Shepard, but it just kind of feels like we're kind of going down that spiral of, you know, some similar things that Ernie Grunfeld did. Yeah. And I mean, it's just, I start to ask myself, you know, you wonder who spilled those beans to Shams. <laughs> You know, you heard about the Austin Rivers thing and him, you know, about that KCP and Montrez fight. Everybody was wondering, how did that come out the locker room? How did Shams get that story so fast? Who spilled the beans? Yeah. I mean, and there's one guy apparently who the guys don't like and want off the team. So that mm -hmm. could be your answer right there. But before we get into some more news, guys, we do have to get to a message from our friends over at Rock. Auto. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Modern door often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Once again, guys, I want to thank you all for making Locked On, which is your first listen. The NBA trade deadline is Thursday, February 10th at 3 p.m. Eastern time, and the Locked On NBA podcast will be covering it live from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Join Kim Becker, John Corrales, and Locked On fantasy basketball host Josh Lloyd to get analysis of every blockbuster move. Subscribe to Locked On NBA YouTube and turn your notifications on so you know when they go live. And there was another tweet that, you know, hit the, the Twitter sphere, and it was interesting. This is, again, from Connor, o, Kevin O'Connor, NBA, and he was talking about Bradley Bill, and this is one of the quotes from what he was speaking about. He was talking about Bill saying he's not a natural point guard. He dribbles, dribbles, dribbles into nothing way too often, plays crappy defense, not a natural leader. The team sucks. And to stay, he wants 235 mil over five years. Sheesh. I mean, 
but I, I can't say Kevin is is echoing what a lot right. of Wizards fans feel. I mean, yeah. once again, you have to ask yourself the question: Is it worth giving Bradley Bill that max contract? It's not. It's definitely not. Yeah, Kevin O'Connor, he had no filter today. Um, he definitely let the Wizards have it. Uh, he came up with some facts today, and it, 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 was, it was rough. But it was the truth. It's, it's stuff that we already know. Um, Bradley Bill, to answer your question, no, he's not. He's not a number one. He's a number two. Um, he's not deserving of a max deal. I think Tommy Shepard, I think it's time to move on. I really do. Uh, I think it would be better for Bradley Bill. I think it would be better for both sides if we can get um, a trade um, for some young players and picks or – um, there was a report saying that somebody shot down the Ben Simmons uh, trade, like a Bradley Bill for Ben Simmons and a Matisse Tybull or something like that, which I wouldn't mind, to be honest with you, just to start over. Um, getting, you know, maybe Seth Curry and Ben Simmons at the same time or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, plays crappy defense. I thought he tried. I thought he I thought he gave a little bit more effort than what he has in the past, but it's still not good enough. Um, you know, before the season started, he said he wanted to be all uh, defense, defense and MVP and <laughs> You know, he had his goals, which are which is fine. You know, you know, have your goals. You know, I'm not going to, you know, put down, put him down because he has goals, but he's just mm-hmm. not going to reach them, uh, to be honest. Uh, not a natural leader. You can't really dispute that. He's, he's just yeah. not. He's not a number one leader. And, and it's fine. Not everybody's a leader. You know, not yeah. everybody's a, you know, he's, he's just not that guy. Um, the, the team sucks. Uh, it's hard to argue that too. Uh, yeah. And uh, $235 million. Um, I, I can't really argue with Kevin, to be honest with you. I, I really can't. I, I don't think it's wise to give him the – at the beginning of the year, I was like, yes, because, you know, I thought Bradley Bill was going to come in and do some of the things he did last year, but everything went down. The shooting percentage went down. The three-point percentage went down. Leadership went down, in my opinion. Turnovers went up. So um, I, I just don't think it's a wise move, move to give him that contract. I don't think it is at all. And there's a possibility he might even leave. He might look around and be like, hey, we didn't make the plan, so why why, why would I sign a contract? He might be like, mm-hmm. hey, I can go to a different team to possibly win. You know, I, I would have to take less money, but I would get, I would be in more of a – I would be on a, on a contender instead of being on a team that's, you know, going to be on a plan, plan uh, with me as the number one guy. Yeah, and – um, to go to my man Damo, shout out to him if he's listening. On Twitter, he made a really good point. He said, Wizards' leadership has never been his best player, in his opinion. He's, he gave a list. He said, Paul Pierce, Nene, Trevor Ariza, Antoine Jameson, Karan Butler. I mean, th- that's true. Those guys were looked at as leaders, but they weren't the best player on the team. And I, this year, you could tell that they're lacking leadership. They do not have a leader. And the Wizards have tried in the past to make guys like John Wall and Bradley Bill the leaders of the team. But these guys just, I mean, they never really showed leadership qualities. And that's okay. Your best player does not have to be the leader of the team. You look at the Golden State Warriors. I would say Draymond Green is the leader of that team. Is he in the backbone of that team? Is he the best player on the team? Of course not. You know, sometimes guys are just... You, you go back to the 76ers all the way back then um, when he was playing with Joel and Ben Simmons. Would you say Jimmy Butler was the leader of that team? I would say so. Was he the best player? I don't think he was better than Embiid at that time, in my opinion. So it's just the Wizards have always had a leadership problem for some reason. And I think it's because they keep trying to make guys, they try to do it with John and now they're trying to do it with Brad. They're trying to make these guys be leaders 
when they aren't natural leaders, man. You know, it's just not what they do. And that's okay. You don't got to be the best player and the leader. You can have a veteran guy or a guy who's mid-level who's a leader and help galvanizes the locker room. He's a backbone of the locker room. I think Russell Westbrook last year, and that was a big part of why the Wizards turned it around, because you heard they were at practice, Russell, you know, they lined him up. What's your role? What's your role? What's your role on the team? And then, you know, they as they went, the season went on, they start to pick it up. And I think Russell Westbrook, for all his faults, I think Russell Westbrook was a very good leader. They don't have any leadership right now, currently. And it's just hard. Every point Kevin made was facts. I don't think Brad's a natural leader. He's not a natural point guard. Uh, the team sucks. He dribbles into nothing. And I think a lot of that is because he's not a natural point guard. And sometimes he just dribbles into nothing. So it's hard to justify paying him, man. It really is because I just don't see that. I don't see a clear path for success in the future after paying him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not going to it's not going to be a happy ending. You're not going to compete with Giannis. You're not going to compete against Kevin Durant. Joel and B, the Bulls look like a complete team. So that's four teams that are the Miami Heat look more of a complete team. You know, mm-hmm. They're just a better organization than us right now, and they just have a way deeper team. They know their roles. We don't. Unfortunately, Bradley Bill has had to play the point guard role because Spencer Dinwiddie has not been able to do it, and he's not a right. natural point guard. So it's just been an awful fit from that standpoint. And, yes, he does dribble the ball too much, but he's had to. Bradley Bill was better when he was, you know, more that shooter like Ray Allen that they were people were comparing him to that in the beginning of his career because he was just a shooter. And John Wall would set him up. We just don't have somebody to really set him up like that. And he hasn't really been knocking down uh, three-pointers at a high clip like he used to. So, uh, but yeah, I I don't think it's wise to give him the max anymore. I just don't. Um, yeah, he's he's not a nat- he's not a natural leader, but he does good things on and off the court for sure. Correct. Schools Definitely. in DC, yeah, he's great. You know the whole you know um, the you know the Black Lives Matter movement marching. Him and John did that before John left mm-hmm. at DC. Um, so he, great guy off the court, great guy on yeah. the court. I think as well, but. Yeah, he, he's just not a number one, and, you know, it's okay. It's okay to to, to not be a natural leader. I think it's time yeah. to see him go somewhere else and be a number two, be a, be a number two and help somebody else be a contender. Yeah, definitely. I, it's, yeah, and that's not a – Sam Brad's not a natural – that's not a <laughs> shot because right, yeah, there's a fact. lot of players who are really good that aren't natural leaders. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, that's not a shot. That's nothing new. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you look at the past of the Wizards, you look at – that everybody eats era when, when that yeah. happened and right. just John Wall went on the ESPN and said, I don't know why Gortat's talking. He has the most, <laughs> he gets the most spoon fed buckets ever, right. you know? And, and it's just, it's just, you heard, had John and Brad that one time when they were talking about ESPN before they played the Cavaliers saying that they lucky the Cavs didn't see him in the second round or something like that in the playoffs. Right. And then I think they proceeded to get dropped off by LeBron in that same, <laughs> in that same game. So it's just, and then now you talk about, you you get Brad and every you talk about guys having an agenda, they fighting for their, you know, a lot of their play, their careers and all this, and blah, blah, blah. Like, nah, man. You, you yeah, just, a, a natural leader does not lose a game when you're about 35 points at home to a team without Kawhi Leonard and, and Paul George. Yeah. A leader doesn't let that happen. And then say in the post-game interview, you know, I'm upset that, you know, starters had to come back in. Like, mm-hmm. Come on, man. Yeah, I get what he was saying, but it's just yeah. something that, yeah, you, you just 
just you just don't say. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, February tenth, man, can't wait. What's today? Uh, January thirty first. Yeah, ten days away. I, I can't wait. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Um, hope we make some moves. Um, but yeah, we'll answer one more mail. We do play the Nets tomorrow. I guess we'll just do a small, quick preview. Mm-hmm. Um. But we'll answer one mailbag question. And before we get to that, this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. There might be less football being played, but BetOnline.net has way more odds and info for this playoff season from scores, totals, player performances, props, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land. BetOnline is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And it's not just football. BetOnline.net's basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC odds coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, D. So the one question that we'll answer tonight, real quick, is from our guy um, Ben uh, Selznick on Twitter at B N S E L Z N I C K. So, given the current state of the team, what's a longer-term strategy that moves us toward being more consistent, more consistently in the playoffs? And he asked this on the twenty-sixth. So, you know, we're a couple of days late answering this. Uh, what's your What's your take on his question? uh blow it up blow it up um <laughs> that's the only way i see it man i, mm-hmm. I just i mean maybe if you get lucky i mean nicola Jokic is a free agent like the summer 2023 and, i mean i think the path it takes some weight i don't know what happens in this off season because i'm thinking with the thought process of bradley bill coming back like realistically me i'm saying blow it up if if i'm talking blow it up you know, Brad's value isn't at its peak like it used to be. Uh, but see what you can get. See if you can get some first-round picks. See if you can get a really young guard. I mean, a real, not guard, but really young player in return. I mean, maybe a vet that you can possibly f- go ahead and flip into something else. It is just – and see if you can hit. You got to – one thing you got to do is be able to hit, man. You got to be able to hit in the draft. And – the Wizards haven't drafted that like really good player outside of the top three. Like Rui is cool, Denny is cool, but they haven't been like, oh yeah, these guys is it. Like they're that guy, you know. So it's I would say, man, the best chance they have is blowing it up. Mm. Yeah, either blowing it up or um, you know, see if see if Jason Tatum wants to play with his buddy Bradley Bill and do a lateral move for Jalen Brown. I think that would work pretty well and. He's on a cheaper contract. He's he's on a max contract, but it's a, it's a cheaper max deal. And uh, I like Jalen Brown's game. I think he would fit pretty well here. You ship Dinwiddie out of here and get some picks. And then um, see what you can do with Jalen Brown. Maybe you trade Jalen Brown for uh, younger guys too, a more mm-hmm. tradable contract. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like you said, 
trade him to the Warriors maybe for like a Kaminga, Jordan Poole, and some picks or something like that. If the Warriors mm-hmm. are still – because the Warriors were rumored to have interest over the summer. Uh, I would have loved that trade, you know, Moses – because they were uh, – the, the proposal was pick seven, pick 14, which ended up being Moses Moody and Kaminga, Jordan Poole, and um, what's the big man's name? James Wiseman. I don't know how true that deal was, but looking back at it, in hindsight – I would have did that deal because Kaminga looks like he's going to be a legitimate uh, NBA player. So, uh, but yeah, unfortunately, yeah, it probably is it's time to start over. I think that will help us be a consistent uh, contender. You look at teams that have blown it up recently. You look at the Hawks. Took them a while to get there with Trey Young, but they had to do it. Um, the Pistons will probably be pretty good in a couple of years with Kate Cunningham. They're on their way. Um, Grizzlies, they had to trade Mike Conley. They had to trade Zach Randolph. It took them some time. Yeah, it takes time. Zach Randolph was good. They had a good squad, Marcus All, but they had to blow that up. And um, got, ended up getting John Morant. And um, you look at the, like I said, the Hawks too. They had Kyle Corver, they had Al Horford, Jeff T. Um, Paul Millsat. Paul Millsat. Yeah, they had, a, they had a good team, but they knew they ran their course. And, it was time to build, and those teams were better than what we have. And we're still trying mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, drag this to the end so that that probably is, is the way to do it but thank, thanks for your question ben is on twitter at b-n-s-e-l-z-n-i-c-k yeah I, I think i think it's time man i've been saying it i do think it's time i think this era has just run its course it's time to see if you can try it and do it better next time i i think the fans are just over it, really. I think the fans know that they aren't doing anything. I think the fans know that the team isn't really contending for anything. When you look at the landscape of the Eastern Conference, they can't compete with some of these guys, man. These Giannis's and that Bucks team. Shoot, Joel Embiid and the 76ers team, even without Ben Simmons. Kevin Durant, Kyrie, even if James Harden leaves. So you talk about if James Harden potentially goes to the 76ers. <laughs> that, that's tough, too. And... So would you say you're 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 a no for Ben Simmons? I mean, I'm well, I'm a no. You know what? I'm I, I was no before, but um, I would actually I would I wouldn't mind a swap because if they throw in Tybal, you know that would make mm-hmm. us a, a way better defensive team, and yeah. um, and we we could kind of do like a Russ move where we did get Russ and then we he played good for a year. We could showcase we actually we could showcase Ben Simmons as they love to say showcase. You can have a year of Ben Simmons. Let's say he plays really good again. Because Ben Simmons is a good player. Everybody hates on Ben, but one thing he's going to do, he's going to defend. He's going to um, pass the ball. He's going to get at least eight assists a game. He's going to get you at least 15 points a game. He's going to get you at least seven rebounds a game. And he's going to be a good defender as well. He's a legitimate all-defensive uh, defender. So he's still going to have trade value when he comes back. So you can flip him for young players as well and, and go the rebuild route as well. And uh, just surround him with shooters. Don't draft any guys that can't shoot threes when you have a Ben Simmons. That would just – that wouldn't be smart at all. You have to surround him with shooters. So I would just load up on shooters, just see a year with Ben Simmons what you can do. And if he wants to leave, you, you build up his trade value and flip him for picks, just like we did with well, Russ. We flipped for players. But I think Ben Simmons would get more of a hole than what you would get with, with Russ because he's a younger player and, and still has upside. Yeah, I mean – it's just hard even, for even though he, I'm not going to say he has a lot of upside because he, he doesn't want to shoot the ball. I'm going to just say he, he still would have better value than what you would get with Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I, I just I just can't get over how he, I mean, just quit on the 76ers yeah. team. I mean, yeah. he's like actively losing money. And mm. 
people just been wanting him to work on his game and change his game. And he's not the only guy who's been heavily criticized by the Philly fan base or a fan base in general or by national media. There's a lot of guys who've been criticized. Shoot. Russell Westbrook has been criticized how forever, you know, and he doesn't just quit or like, oh, I'm not playing for you guys. Guys get criticized all the time. And a lot of it is because people know you're really good. They just want to see you improve on certain aspects. So, I, I mean, I don't know. We, we talk about wizards and leadership, and then we bring in a guy who just left his team, you know, just because he was upset because they didn't like, they didn't say good things about him. So, I mean, that's the only thing I'd say about Ben. No, those are valid points. Yeah, we talk about leadership, and he's not showing good leadership, getting kicked out of practice, looking at his phone, and Doc Rivers kicks him out yeah. of practice. Um, and then, you know, Trey Young is six feet tall. He doesn't dunk on Trey Young. He passes the ball to Tybull. Um, you know, fourth quarter, you hack a Ben Simmons because he's not a good free throw shooter, mm-hmm. so you can't trust him at all. Yeah, there's pros and cons for sure, but I, I do like the talent that Ben has. Um, he is a perennial all-star. He is a perennial yeah. all-defensive player, all-defensive team guy, something mm-hmm. that we don't have. We don't have any lockdown defenders here. So it would be something different mm-hmm. athletically too. Um, he, he would – Ben Simmons is good. I think he gets a lot of unfair um, – I'm not going to say unfair scrutiny, but I think he gets scrutiny and people act like he's he's trash when he's not. The Philly media, you know, showing the mm-hmm. trash can go down the water stream in the river and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, so Yeah. I, I'm – I, I wouldn't mind a bill for some. I really wouldn't. I would, at this point, it, it's that bad, in my opinion. At the beginning of the season, I said no, a resounding no, mm-hmm. a huge no. But it's gotten so bad to the point where I'm just ready to see something different. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly don't blame you at all. You know, it's mm-hmm. it makes sense, man. But I think our, a lot of fans are just done. So that's all we got for you guys today. I want to thank you for making Locked On which is your first listen each and every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Well, Ed, the Wizards have checks notes. The Milwaukee Bucks up next. Yeah. Ah, good luck, man. <laughs> Isn't that on TNT? It is on TNT. No Bradley Bill. Um, I mean, who knows? And maybe. I mean, maybe it was timing, coincidental timing, because they said the injury wasn't like really bad. It wasn't anything bad. So maybe they're trying to build up that trade value and say, look, you see, you see what he's doing right now? Come pick him up, Clippers. So we'll we'll see. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I gotta listen. I gotta listen. Thank you guys for thank you guys for watching. Make sure you guys subscribe to the Locked On Wizards on YouTube. And on iTunes or wherever you get a podcast, hit the notification bell as well. You guys have a good one. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.